0: Back to the show that has just had its first takeover event. So, where do we go from here? It's Pro Grapplers! Introducing first, I am losing my title opportunity thanks to. Checks notes. Ruthless aggression. <laughs> I am amazing Jason Sigler. <laughs> and my opponent, he is finally earning that title opportunity. He's been missing for so long due to. Checks notes. Ruthless aggression. <laughs> He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. Um,
1: I've I've been gone for ruthless dad hair. Or, or wait, I'm assuming I'm John Cena, right? And and you're in. Or my Finn well, no, Balor. no, John
0: Cena. I'm you're no you you're the opponent. You're a Finn Balor. Oh,
1: I am Braun Strowman. Right, I I got you. Okay, uh, then yeah. I I'm. I, it's not ruthless aggression. It's ruthless abs. I mean, and package shots. But,
0: those are something I, 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 there was some pose that he struck when he was at Blackpool and so, something, the the way he did, he flexed just the, the body fat is disappearing from this man in alarming rates. And I, I fear we're going to lose Finn. Like at this time when he wins the universal championship, he's just going to d- drift off into the wind. <laughs> we'll never see Finn again. And All Lesley we are the dust
1: in the Finn. Yeah. Uh. Something like that. Right.
0: Uh, that's uh, that. That was a, a good attempt. Yeah, I'll I give mean, you that.
1: It's early. Um, it's the first one of the show. I'll have better ones by the end.
0: All right. Well, we're gonna get started by running down the card from Takeover Blackpool. Um, we did something a little different this time. Or we're trying something. Um, we are taking advantage of the hard work that the folks at PW Scorecards. It's Pro Wrestling Scorecards. Can find them at pwscorecards.tumblr.com. Uh, they graciously make these awesome scorecards for uh, the big events and you get to run down the card. you get to run down some certain events that might happen during that those matches, uh, what kind of pin it might be. Some are kind of silly uh, stipulations, but I mean it's it, I think it's fun. I think it's fun to keep score as you go along and also you know enjoy the matches as you normally would. but yeah, we're we're gonna be using these scorecards to run down these events and score each other and see who wins because whoever wins gets a prize. And that prize is going to be making a fool out of the other person. So uh, I just realized if we have a guest on, we're going to have to ask a guest to fill out a scorecard. And that's really funny. Yeah. You're you're giving
1: people more work. You're giving me more work. It's It's not
0: work. It's fun. It's fun. I'm not denying the fun of it, but then I have to fill out paperwork. Well, I'd, I'd do it as the thing is going on, or take notes at least, and then you can just fill it in afterwards, and it's not, well, that's it's not that, that, that much. That will work going forward, but in the past, like he's, Jason's <laughs> all like,
1: hey, watch this thing. Like, okay, I'll watch this thing. Watch this thing. He's like, pay attention to who wins, because we made our picks. I'm like, okay, well, I got two out of the two that actually happened right, so I'm crushing it. And he's like, no, 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 no. You got to do math. You got to figure out how long each match was, how many weapons were used, what kind of thing happened. I'm like, I, um... Walter showed up like why am I supposed to know anything besides that like that's the
0: only thing that's important Walter was there
1: all
0: right the only score you need to keep is that I was terrible and (laughs) I got a very low score so don't don't worry too much about your own score but uh yeah this will be I think a fun way to run back through it so and hopefully quicker because we've got a lot to talk about because WWE ain't stopping for nobody and also AEW is saying hey if you guys are done with that i'll we'll, we'll take that person that's we are happy to put them on our roster and give them a prominent spot on whatever TV show we have coming down the line um so we'll run it down the way the scorecard did uh in that order uh, I don't believe it's the order that the matches happened in i i don't know what this order is from but it's yeah.
1: probably just what they guessed it would be
0: Uh, yeah, that's also possible. So, uh, singles match with Banks and Devlin. I took Devlin as the winner, and you took Banks, and, And uh, Neither of them happened. No? I don't know if I give you half credit for that, because technically you have the Banks spot, but Finn Balor instead showed up, because Jordan Devlin is a sneaky little turd, and beat him up not once, but twice before the match, and... You know, I don't have to have a match if I beat you up before it. Aha, I'm smart. Oh no, my mentor showed up. Ah! <laughs> and he has plus five to everything. <laughs> what happened? Is that what happens when you fly over the uh, the ocean to get somewhere very quickly? You build up your stats as you're flying? Well, so the further so you fly?
1: it's The thing is, like, home cooking. He's been living overseas for so long that he's, he's gotten weak. He hasn't had, like, his local food and stuff. He's been living on American crap. And then you get him back in his own environment, his own altitude, the blood running through his veins like it used to. He's back.
0: It's home turf, sling blading and true to gras and like no one's business. So it's the reverse Superman. When you bring it back home, he actually gets stronger instead of weaker. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's like when I go back home to Idaho, I'm like, I bring the power of technology to my savage roots. And they combine <laughs> to make this Uberman That is Steve in Idaho.
0: I you, know? just, you just gather in the town square and look,
1: I have these devices fire from my hands and internet in this one.
0: I, I would believe that from what I, I know about Idaho, but um. so uh, you got the points for that match. Uh, it also asked if it was going to be a pin submission to count out for disqualification. They usually say that for pretty much every single match. It gives you an easy stipulation to keep track of. Uh, I believe we both said pin and it was indeed a pin. So we got the points for that and match time. Uh, we're not really going to worry about that. I mean, we're going to worry about it for the score, but it's who cares about the match time. Again, it's a thing to put on the scorecard. So you easily won that match. Uh, what'd you think of that match real quick? I, I thought Finn Balor was, looked the best that he has looked since probably Finn Balor versus AJ Styles, which was a surprise match, and I think that proves to us that Finn Balor is going to be the best when he surprises people and he's not supposed to be there.
1: So this whole match, I was thinking, man, it would be great if there was a gun involved and it fell away as they wrestled for it, and someone had to pick it up. And so it's like William Regal picks up the gun, and he's like, wait, which one's Devlin? Which one's Balor? I... And they turn, and they look at him, and, they, and Finn Balor's like, follow your heart, man. And Devlin's like, no, shoot the other Irishman. And then uh, he has to make a decision to know which is, because they look the same. They look the same.
0: Yes, very much so. He, c- he could say, which one of you is truly the demon? And unfortunately, Finn can't just summon the demon without going backstage and putting on paint <laughs> and silly belts on his head. And so he shoots Finn, and Devlin li- lives and wins the match of course that's not what happened. So I found it surprising that they would have Devlin lose like the first takeover match that he has on their brand. I figured he would go over, but, uh, I don't think he's hurt by it either. I think yeah. it's, he lost because he was, you know, a uh, sniveling turd. And that's what he got his comeuppance. Yeah, so, and, and also Finn Balor's not, it's not like Finn Balor's from, a, you know, he's not an American. Right. Well, he's and also there too.
1: you're not going to have a main roster person lose, uh, in a takeover, especially not the first one, like
0: especially someone that you're
1: about to push. So you gotta yeah, that's that's Finn also Balor looking strong. And yeah, I don't think they should uh, pull over American stars and do that with like uh, if uh, Lashley goes over and starts beating NXT people, that'd be lame. But Finn Balor, it's okay.
0: Yes, so uh, good match. We then had Dave Mastiff versus Eddie Dennis. This is a no DQ match. Um, Once again, I believe we both picked Mastiff, so we both got the points on that one. It was a pin. I don't think either of these guys can submit other than just sit on him and (laughs) wait for him to pass out. I guess that would be a submission. Uh, Number of weapon types used. Uh, You said you would hope for four. I think I also said four, and the answer was four.
1: Hey, we're really,
0: really good at this got all those points, and I said there would definitely be blood. You also said there will be blood. There was no blood. Yeah, I forgot
1: that we were watching uh, modern WWE. and
0: I still thought there might be... I, I They're still kind of establishing what the UK brand is going to be, so I thought maybe they, they would... I mean, I, takeovers uh, on the NXT domestic brand have, have gotten a little blood, <laughs> a little no color here and it. there. No, that's... I saw Brandon Stroud call it that, so it's just the, the simplest, most most difficult way to describe NXTs. NXT UK, NXT Germany, NXT Japan, NXT domestic. That just makes it sound like IPAs or something. Uh, so yeah, we, we we tied on that one. Uh, I, I didn't really think a whole lot of this match. I thought it was fine. I, I thought they did a decent amount of uh, physicality, and, I, I mean, Kendo sticks. That's your main go-to in a no-DQ match these days. Like, you can't use chairs the way you used to. Uh, I didn't figure in the first TakeOver no-DQ match they would do, like, tacks on the ring or something like that. So, I, that, that it was pretty much what I expected. Yeah,
1: until Jimmy Havoc shows up, these are going to be a little more subdued. So, not definitely the weakest match of the night, but it was only five matches and it wasn't bad,
0: so no, I mean, every match was good in some way So, and some of them were excellent so it's not uh, uh, yeah, we'll move from that to the best match on the card for my money Yes, I, I think it certainly has to be on everybody's mind is the tag team championship match where we both picked Mustache Mountain, because of course they're going yeah, over they're I the mean, huge guys that everybody's pushing and why wouldn't they win, and oh wait, they didn't win
1: yeah, this this was a bit shocking
0: it was a bit shocking indeed, but I also, I, I do not disagree with it, uh. and uh, it was a hell of a match. Like, you can't take away anything from, uh, they have grizzled young veterans, and I never actually heard them say that name. But uh, uh, Gibson and Drake was the team uh, that took it, and they are now the tag team champions, and they won clean. They didn't, I mean, they, they did some, you know dirty stuff here and there, but they never cheated outright. It was yeah. just, they they were the better team here. So uh, that that knock to the outside, or the doomsday device into the flip on Bates' head on the outside had me going, okay.
1: Yeah, that was nuts. I I, I really like this match. And, and yeah, putting the titles on a, a heel to start with makes sense. And there's a lot of interesting stuff you can do. And, and Gibson is just amazing on the mic. He's so vile without being like he doesn't he doesn't wear a a germ mask or anything like that he's just you know good old-fashioned ordinary
0: hate so it's good yeah um as far as the scorecard goes uh we both said they would get a pin we both said bait would pin drake and that was definitely not what happened (laughs) pate is the golden boy that's the other thing like Yes. Oh, he was he was big, strong boy. I mean, picking up the what, what he do a, as a
1: he did a Samoa drop movie? with uh, Drake on a thing and had uh, Gibson in his arms and he spun him around like I do my kids. Yes,
0: I got just as tired after. Yeah, the, like, <laughs> after he's like, okay, I got to put the big one down and we're gonna keep going up here. Woo! <laughs> All right, Trent, you're in. I gotta take out for a bit. Uh, I just, it it's. He is so young. He has nothing but upside, and he is just a delight to watch. Like the, the the fact that he can't even do the run the ropes like normally or rebound off the ropes like everybody else, and has to do it with the jumping neck to the ropes is just yet another example of why Tyler Bate is is one of the best that brand has, and I I think one of the best WWE has right now.
1: Oh yeah, he's he's going places. He'll be. I would like to see him as as an overall champion worldwide.
0: someday. Uh, yeah, I I also I'd, I would love to see him do some crossover and and take on uh, show up more on two hundred five live because he's got to be under two hundred five and uh, uh, have him tear it up there for a while. I know he came and like did maybe a tag match or something one time, but uh, let's. Let's let's have some more crossbreeding of the brands. I I am absolutely all for that. Uh, but we had James Drake hitting the pin on Trent Seven, which, again, neither of us called. And you said you thought you would see two aerial moves. Because that said, is a vague terminology. What's an aerial move, Jason? I think it's anything you go flying through the air more than two feet for. So a drop kick. I do think... I, I want to zoom in here because I think they do actually say... What the difference? Okay. Um, Aerial moves. Off the turnbuckle or off, over, or through the ropes. Does not need to connect. So yeah. There you go. They thought of that. There you go. You should have read the rules. Um, um. But either way, you said two, and that was silly because there was eight, and that's what I said. So <laughs> I at least got that one right. Okay. But well, these, neither none of these
1: are high flyers. I, I, I through a rope dive, that doesn't feel aerial to me.
0: I I disagree. I think Bate is very much a high flyer, and the other guys can when need to. But I uh, I expected him to fly quite a bit, and I believe that's probably most of what you got, other than the uh, the Drake dive to the outside to almost kill Bate. So yeah, we didn't do great on that match. Next was the UK Women's Championship. Uh, I did not pick Tony Storm because I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you, you, know let you know why your I did not pick Tony Storm. Away. You've, you've, I d- I this did. is
1: why I'm going to crush you in each and every one of these events. Is because you book with your heart and I book with my mind.
0: I think Mike Kanellis will pin the Undertaker at WrestleMania.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Calling it now because what else are they going to do with the Undertaker? And the power of love will overcome him. Oh, that would be amazing!
1: <laughs> he just absolutely-, absolutely gets the crap kicked out of him for 20 minutes, and then he and just- then flash pin. Holds up his heart and is like, "No,
0: power of
1: love, like some 1980s kids, like labyrinth," and just loves him to death. There you
0: go. That is the only that is the only outcome that could possibly cause uh, keep them from going to AEW. <laughs> promise him the Undertaker at WrestleMania. And promise him a win. That would be amazing. Streak is dead. It doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> exactly. going going back to this. Uh, Tony Storm took it. She is uh the champion once again. I I wasn't terribly surprised by it. I I don't like it because I don't like Tony Storm, and that's just going to remain the case for a while. So of course I lost the points on that one. Uh, you did not. You picked Tony Storm because you're smarter than me. Um, also, you instance. got mad
1: every time I picked the same thing as you. So I had.
0: <laughs> well, it, it worked out in your favor for this and the the other championship match. So I was going to do that. Anyway. Good, good on you. Spite me and you win. <laughs> um,
1: Wrestling's out to get you, Jason.
0: Yeah, like the rhythm. Uh, We both said pin, because, again, I don't think these guys have much in the way of submissions. I guess uh, Ripley has the – what's the one? It's like a uh, – it's it's like a sharpshooter, but not quite. And I forget what she calls it. But. Pull the ripcord. Is that it? I don't know. That's not it. That's what everybody else calls their, hey, come eat my knee move. <laughs> um, Don't eat my knee. <laughs> number of near falls – I had it at six, you had it at three, which again you have obviously not watched a modern WWE match. There were <laughs> ten near falls. That's a so lot. Both, it <laughs> is. We both we both failed on that w- one. Uh, okay, read to we, me
1: the official definition of a near fall.
0: Uh it's not on near fall. fall. It well, a it's a near count? fall. What? All two count pin attempts are totaled.
1: Okay, so any two count is of near fall? That's uh, every yeah, pin. I mean that's, every pin attempt. That's is a near cute. fall. Well, I can like if if the if Niles McGinnis doesn't go.
0: Oh, if it was any closer. <clears throat> Did you call him Niles McGinnis? Isn't that his name? <laughs> it's Nigel. That just makes me think Fraser's brother is going <laughs> to be <laughs> announcing the match. Yeah, that'd be great too.
1: Yeah, if the announcers don't not. lose their snot about how close it was to being over, it's not a near fall. It's just a two count.
0: Okay, well, for, going forward, the, it's written on the scorecard, so now you know it's a two count, and okay. that's what counts. Okay, so. then yes, there's like one million because
1: that's because well, why would you so. cut out? Why would you kick out at two? Or sorry, at one? There's no reason to kick out at one unless you're specifically showing how unfazed you are by the unless you're no selling. You take the take the unless you're Goldbergen. Yeah, Goldberg. It.
0: That's the only way you kick out of a one. Uh, and the match time again doesn't really matter. Uh, I think we both failed miserably though. Well, I I got close. You went twenty minutes. No, you you missed it by a lot. Um, what was it? But uh, it was fifteen minutes. Close enough because it was fourteen forty eight. So uh, I bet you didn't guess the next one though because the match time on it was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> didn't do the math on that. You, you even shot high on it, and you still didn't get it. Uh, it was the championship. Pete Dunne, Joe Coffey. I uh, th- this match had a lot going for it. It also went way too long. Like that, this is not uh, outside of like an Iron Man match. You, I don't think you can keep a drama up in a match like that. They did a great job, and they did an admirable job. Uh, I think the match went so long just because they tried to set up the finish off the top and failed twice and decided, okay, let's just do this thing. I don't know if it's going to be a bitter end from the top rope or reversal or something, but uh, twice crashed and burned on that. So they finally just said, okay, bitter end in the middle of the ring. Let's get this done. <laughs> so I think it would have cut off maybe three or four minutes if they hadn't done that, but uh, they, they really want to make that happen. But I outside of that, this was an amazing match.
1: Oh, this was phenomenal. I I really enjoyed this match. This is this is British wrestling. This is like I don't want to call it lower card, but like non-main card
0: WWE wrestling. It's this is I'm
1: so into this.
0: I think the thing that surprised me the most about the match is that none of Gallus was with him. So they didn't show up on the card like at all.
1: Yeah, they just came out and he's like, "Okay, I got this, and they're like, "Yeah, you got this," which is cool when you got this, but <laughs> he, he did not. You didn't. You didn't get it, Joe. Come on, Joe. Not, Pete beat you up. In most, way,
0: well, I mean that he should. Like that's he's Pete Dunn. Nobody should beat Pete Dunn until well, we'll talk about that at the end. But, <laughs> um, so yeah, Pete Dunn takes it. That was your pick. That was not my pick. I thought Joe Coffey would take it, and we'd get a new champion rolling into the new brand and everything. But no, that was not the case. Uh, I said it would be a submission. It very much was not. Oh, sorry. No, no, it was. Yeah, it was uh, He submission. did end up doing the the break your fingers. That uh, was my be a...
1: special move when we would fight in grade school. I was the master. Fake of. Break grab your, your fingers. Finger and pull it back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I still don't like it as a finisher no, for a wrestler, but finisher. especially one as, as hardened as Pete Dunn, but whatever. Uh, you said it would be a pin, so you lost the points on that one number of near falls again you said 6 i said 14 there were 12 so i was the closest but uh neither of us gets the points on that one and match time you said 25 minutes i said 22 it was 34 minutes everybody yeah that was so,
1: i mean it makes sense if you're going to be filling the the end and they 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 definitely cut the women's match a little shorter than they needed to just that should have been exactly 20 minutes just saying
0: yeah. So, uh, and Gallus interference, we both said yes. There was not any. So, um, pretty much where you made up the difference on me was win- getting the right winners of the other two matches. And like you said, some of that was just despite me. <laughs> so, well, I would have, those ones I would have picked, but it was uh, to the point where, like, after I said m-
1: Mustache Mountain, you're like, stop doing my picks, Steve. <laughs> I'm like, there's only two. It's not like we're picking the final four of, of, uh, March Madness
0: like there's only so many options well it's harder for a takeover too because there's usually only like five or maybe six matches on the card so there's not much to choose from so exactly so, so um. Me a- we also, some slack. they also have a fill in the blank spot for unscheduled appearances and you thought you would see uh, Walter which was smart Uh, Balor well done Drew McIntyre no and Jack Gallagher I just put down British not- people I could think of <laughs> I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I I I also said Walter and Finn. I said Becky Lynch because she's so hot; it just seemed like a, a good idea. And also, you know, from there, so or from around there at least. Uh, Drew, I also said because yeah, again. <laughs> and uh, I said Samoa Joe. So, so I don't, don't know why I said Samoa Joe. On Samoa Joe. What would Samoa Joe? I don't Joe really have been know. There? I don't. I'm not sure why I said Samoa Joe, but that just it seemed like a guy they could send to a thing and and not really. Uh, maybe would film it for his new youtube channel where he's showing behind the scenes stuff i mean he could uh attack
1: a champion because that's his thing right now he's if you've got a belt he hates you but then you've got to put your once again lower card person up against one
0: person you're trying to make look like a credible threat and that would be weird So, the people showing up, uh, uh, a couple of them I didn't really even recognize. So, we had Finn, of course, Uh, Luke Menzies, who I I, I feel like I've heard of, but I I did not recognize from anywhere, so, yeah. Sounds like a name Uh, that should be
1: illustrating kids' books. That doesn't sound like an uh, intimidating wrestler name.
0: I mean, Menzies is the abbreviated uh, term for uh, when ladies get their special time of the month, I believe, so... What? No, no yeah. one calls
1: menstruation menzies.
0: I have heard somebody on TV again, not in real life, but in TV, say call it the menzies, and that's, that, the... that's a thing. I'm not proud of it. I don't know what TV show it was I was watching. I can't. Remember. Well, stop watching friends. that show. <laughs> <laughs> was it Total Bellas?
1: Because I'm going to use that as a reason not to have to watch it. I don't want to hear. I've... Uh, spoiler
0: alert for for steve when he uh fails one of these challenges he's going to watch an episode of total bellas and we're going to talk about it so uh just look forward to that this is is why i need to book with my brain
1: from here on out like i did not take this seriously i'm like ah, this will be a fun little whatever i'm not gonna try who i enjoy doing grapple with it you're gonna have to watch total
0: bellas like you are going down sigler i I want your eyes to bleed from your head I did watch the total the total bells premiere, uh, and it, th- yeah, there's so many moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, Steve, he would he would hate this so much. I can't wait. So uh, there was also Kaylee Ray, who's another one. I, I she might have been in the Mayan Classic, but yeah, I don't I've seen her, but quite remember. Uh, they definitely had Jazzy Gabbert, who has signed. Uh, she is with NXT UK apparently now, so uh, she'll be showing up in the future. Charlotte Flair. Who is definitely one? I think that that's a that's your Samoa Joe. That's just like okay.
1: Yeah, that was I mean cool, awesome. Just kind of, it, it it's nice to put everyone in the same universe, but I don't know. I feel like they should put all the people who aren't on the card just like in a chair somewhere, wearing like tracksuits, just like just in case. Oh, so and so is hurt. You're you're in all right, banks is hurt, you're in. Uh they like roll down like, uh you and it's Finn Balor. But anyway.
0: Well, they brought Charlotte over to uh announce the UK performance center. So she was already there, so you know, of course she's gonna come to take over as well. So I think that's you know yeah. why and we and we also both had Walter. So that was not a hard one to pick. He signed. Of course they're wanna get gonna wanna get him in front of people as soon as possible, so uh he actually uh, emasculated poor Joe Coffey after losing. Uh, starts to come to the ring to say, like, Hey, Pete. Hey, Walter. What are you guys? Oh! And got kicked in the <laughs> face. So All, uh, all the big I, guys are going to stand in the ring now? Okay, yeah, I'll stand in the ring. I'm big guy, like, <laughs> <blah>! <laughs> I really thought it would be, like, a, a triple, like, you know, Oh, we're, we're going to be the big guys going forward. And then he just kicks him in the face before he even gets in the ring. <laughs> it's like, uh, see you never, Joe Coffey. Oh.
1: I love that he stood there with his big hands behind the back, uh, intimidating World War II behemoth stance. And Pete Dunne's just like, uh, What do I do in this situation? Oh, yeah! ah, Start chewing on the belt. It's like, <laughs> I've said it before. It's my favorite and my least favorite pose in all of wrestling at the same time. It makes no sense. It's not intimidating, but it works so well.
0: Well, it works because he does also the stupid, like, raise my hands to the sky and then punch myself on both sides. I know. (laughs) I gotta gotta punch
1: myself, but I gotta put my belt somewhere. Where should I put... I know, I'll hold it in my mouth.
0: Only someone like that that genuinely looks like somebody I would not want to meet in a dark alley could do that and make me think. Absolutely. I was I was watching the the event and uh, it was before this match and my wife said something about oh is that the guy with the really bad face like the acne and the teeth and everything and I was like no, no that's Pete Dunne he's the champion he'll be wrestling later it's like oh that guy's ugly I was Wait, like who, you're who, not wrong who's the guy with the bad teeth and the acne
1: Dunne Dunne oh so he's both <laughs> yeah he's not a good looking
0: man like no he, he looks is, like he's, a fighter. Yeah, exactly. That's he looks like he's been in some fights, and you do not want to mess with a guy like that. Like you'd start coming up on him in a bar, and he would just take his shirt off. Like, okay, I don't want to get blood on this. Oh no! Right, and then he'd put so, on another
1: shirt that's already covered him, but like this is my blood shirt.
0: So uh, that is Blackpool. The first takeover for NXT UK is in the books, and I lost. I uh, hopefully I'll come out on top on the next one, but do your worst. What is, what is my punishment? Okay. So, uh, the, the, when you first pitch this, you're like, and then they're
1: gonna have to do a hard grapple with it. And like, okay, it's gotta be something that Jason just does not want to have happen at all, but something that has to happen
0: in an even worse way. So we haven't really talked about what's that becomes Tony storm becomes the first queen of the ring. (laughs) Tony Storm beats Becky Lynch, make it happen. Go. no, I'm gonna go vomit in the corner. <laughs>
1: Tony Storm kills Mike Canellis Um, we haven't talked much about this feud because it's stupid and it's horrible and no one cares. But it kind of came at it to a little bit of the head, and we got we got our watershed moment last week, but you need to finish it out. The Jay Uso versus Mandy Rose feud. Where, you want me to
0: book that to its finish? No,
1: and and you need to book it with some twin magic and a double turn.
0: Well the fact they didn't use twin magic in the first place makes no sense. Yeah like, yeah. Why not wh- just replace your brother with your brother who you just look just like yeah. and who, say who's Go also saying like dude, this woman hot like do you want her yeah, exactly
1: she'll 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 bang you. Like she doesn't care. She <laughs> We can barely tell each other apart. So twin magic and a double turn. I want Mandy Rose to lead this fuse as the face and Naomi Slash Usos to leave as the heels.
0: All right. Well, I will do that when we get to the SmackDown rundown. Uh, we're going to talk about Raw first. I'll give me a little time to maybe think about it in the back of my brain, <laughs> yeah. though. I will definitely not be thinking about that in the back of my brain, because holy hell, is that terrible? Yeah. Um. So, so good on ya. you, you snake. I was going to call you turd. I'm trying to think of PG terms again, but I use turd so many times <laughs> to describe Devlin. You uh, call me a weasel. But he he is. He's a, he is a weasel. There you go. He's. I, I don't know. That's a, that's a Bobby the Brain turn. Uh, He was the weasel. So, Raw. Vince is there. And, whoops, Braun broke his limo. So, now he lost his title shot. So, we need We need people to compete for this. And, oh, you've got Ruthless Aggression. Oh, you've got beef. Oh, look at you. You're the beefiest boy.
1: Oh, I love this beef. Yeah, look at all this beef. That was my favorite line of wrestling this week. We're not going to talk about the the total failed limo flip spot.
0: That was, it wasn't a. I mean, it was it was a fail in that. Why bother doing it? But
1: well, so it was awesome when he ripped the door off. Like that looked amazing when he ripped that door, off, punched through the window, ripped the door off. That was so cool. But then they're like, okay, flip the limo, and there was like just this poignant moment, or not. This is a pregnant pause where you're like, okay, this is where people are going to lose their minds, and no one did because they're like, we've seen him flip an ambulance with a dude in it. <laughs> You've kind of blown your brawn load, and now nothing he flips over is as cool.
0: Yeah. He should have flipped it end over end. (laughs) He should have caber-tossed it.
1: it. If he could caber-toss the limo, that would be amazing.
0: (laughs) I I think that's above their visual trickery that they can do. I think they had to lower their their budget so they couldn't have pyro. I don't think they can make it look like brawn caber-tossed a limo, but... um, yeah, I'm not giving enough credit. Uh, so, yeah, so we have uh, well, we have a four way, but first Finn then even has to fight into that four way, and he has he doesn't to have fight as much beef. No, no, he does not. He's not beefy enough. He's the least beef. beefy boy. So he has to fight Jinder Mahal, who gets a quote unquote title shot by telling Vince, you know, look at me. I don't I have beef. And he's like, oh, you do have beef. Here, fight this guy. <laughs> Whoever, whichever one of you wins, gets to fight for the title. Uh and he just walks off, mumbling beef to himself. Beef, 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 beef. beef. beef, beef, beef. <laughs> they did never show him with one of those hungry meals. They should have. They definitely done that. That that. Are they going to do an
1: Arby's uh, crossover where he has sex with the food instead of Enzo Amore? Where's the beef? Ah, oh, there it is. Beef, oh, beef.
0: damn it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> For those not able to see, I was just doing an angry Vince McMahon thrusting motion. and uh,
1: Visualizing an Arby's sandwich at his crush. <laughs>
0: yes. Ah, roast beef with cheddar. Ah, Horsey sauce. Damn it. Horsey sauce. So, um, that happened, and Finn Balor <laughs> won, and got put over by John Cena, so... Finn's obviously not going to win, but uh, I was reading that apparently he's getting this shot because Lesnar feels that his best matches in the past have been with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. And they're, Absolutely. I mean, Styles is not a small guy, but he's you know, smaller than Brock Lesnar. But Daniel Bryan definitely is. So he feels like maybe I'm going to have a really good match with Finn Balor. So I—they ch- apparently he chose him to be his opponent.
1: Like, well, this is what I've been saying for a long time is that you need a contrast of styles to make things interesting and so having two beefy boys slam into each other I mean it's a good slobber knocker but slobber knockers can only be so good but you get a, a good con- contrast of styles and and they can play off each other and it's interesting and that's exactly what we've seen over the last two years and that's exactly what we're going to see I think there is no two more conflicting styles than Finn Balor and Brock Lesnar and I am so stoked for this match I cannot wait for it um, this 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 will be great this is much better than Braun 3.0.
0: Uh, does Finn bring the demon to the rumble?
1: No, because he's going to lose. They're not going to have the the demon lose.
0: It's a, a, that's a an astute observation. I may take the other end on that just so I can you know for differing opinions and all that. <sighs>
1: Action figures. Action figures. I don't get that. What do you mean? So like when they realize what they have with Finn Balor and they push him to the moon, they're going to sell so many demon action figures. You can't, you have to buy two Finn Balor action figures. You only ever had to buy one John Cena, but you got to buy a, uh, a skinny app boy and you got to buy demon boy. Those are two. That's twice the income from merchandising. You're not just going to throw that away.
0: Okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure they already have a demon fin out there. Right, but, buy, like, but.
1: exactly. But, like, people don't buy it because they haven't pushed him to the moon yet. Once they push him to the moon, that's going to be a I thing. Wonder,
0: I wonder if anybody buys the action figures because it's their favorite wrestler anymore or if it's just the collectors that are snapping up those things and these are not actually going to any kids because, uh-huh. I don't know. My, my
1: wife bought my son the crappiest cheesy knockoff little wrestling figures and we had to go through and try to decide, okay, Who's this guy? <laughs> Baldish, we're gonna say it's baron <laughs>
0: corbin <laughs> it's got a vest it's probably baron corbin
1: uh. oh, i mean they're definitely not based on any real wrestlers this is just a, a chinese
0: that little short guy looks like he wants to have sex with a title belt otis dozovic <laughs> <laughs> i was really close right, so what, what, to, to what, giving you what some the hell was that <laughs> That was uh, that whole segment seemed like something they threw together at the last second, or that from the moment they have the stupid PA come in and uh, see Bliss without her top on, which made no sense. Lock your door uh, first, second. When yeah. someone
1: knocks, you say, "Just a minute, I'm half naked," and any human being knows how doors work is going to be like, "Yep."
0: So they lead from that right to Alexa Bliss's segment where she gets to show off the new tag titles, to announce how they're going to be uh, won, have Paul Heyman come out, and then Otis Dozvic wanders out on stage and alludes to having sex with the tag titles. And maybe Alexa Bliss. I, it'd be kinky. Uh,
1: so I don't, like, we've always said Alexa Bliss is one of the best actresses in WWE, I don't know if they told her this was happening. Cause she looked very
0: disconcerted this whole time. I, I, it, it, it really did seem like he'd wandered out on stage and he was not supposed to be there. And I know that's the point, but I, it really, the way everybody acted towards it was like this, this short little man has shown up to have his way with these titles that haven't even been won yet. And, uh, it it was just weird. Considering how they did they used them uh heavy machinery on SmackDown, which is, you know, making a disgusting shake that protein a, shake back in the backstage. That was and an then amazing Becky drinks segment. it. That was awesome. That was literally the open of the show. And they're back there making their shake. New Day is doing their New Day thing. Biggie's <laughs> rubbing rubbing himself down while they <laughs> blend everything up. And I'm, then Becky takes a drink and says it's a little 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 weak. And then and then Xavier Woods off to the gets the fanboy
1: out and shows that he's wearing the Show the man shirt. shirt. He's like <gasps> I like you. Yeah. You're like my favorite wrestler.
0: I mean yeah, I have uh, your you're the I man. have your merch. Yeah. We're not getting a title shot right now, so we're gonna hang out with these weirdos. Yeah, that's um strange. Yeah. So much better use of them, but uh it's we've also been told now that we're running all these new stars through the paces on both shows for a while before we decide where they're going to ultimately end up. I, I like that better than like, Oh, surprise. Lacey Evans is, is interfering in this match. Cause now she's going to challenge for the title or something. I think that's a better look for them. Uh, they didn't actually say this until Nikki cross was wrestling on raw. So I was worried that she was going to end up there. Cause I'm like, this makes absolutely no sense, but also it's Nikki cross. So how am I going to be mad at it? I know, because she's with Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can find plenty of people like, hey, let's take this
1: amazing twisted character and put her with some Bailey buddies. <laughs>
0: I want her to rip one of those
1: down with her teeth.
0: I like watching the... So Sasha now gets the rehabbed by Ronda Rousey spot, and so Bailey has to then hang out with sexy cat lady and find another partner so she can fight the Riot Squad, and that's just that... Has got to be eating away at Bailey, both on the, uh, kayfabe and real.
1: Yeah, er- everything. Well, we can talk about Bailey and and whether or not she should be tag champ later. But I feel bad for. Her.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, I Banks is going to lose at at Rumble, so I don't know if this fires her up to fire up Bailey and they go for the tag titles. and oh, they'll go I, for it.
1: They're definitely going to be in one of those pods. But
0: yeah, yeah uh also
1: wonder if they'll get bigger
0: pod. actually they have bigger pods now so they I think they're set if they could done.
1: fit all three new day in a regular
0: pod they can fit Sasha and that's Ailey true in one pod that is true <laughs> we won't fit that is there. Very... we're too big <laughs> <laughs> staying on Biggie's shoulders um so Rousey and Banks had a tag match with Jackson Tamina haha <laughs> and I I don't like the way they're trying to I mean I I get it and I also think they're turning her more and more towards you know uh, Sasha Banks takes offense to everything you say, Ronda Rousey, and uh, you know she, she puts her puts her foot foot in her mouth and says, you know, when I beat you at the Rumble or whatever, and after or after a Rumble, I'll be able to look forward to WrestleMania. And both Sasha Banks is like, oh, really? And it's 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 silly beef, but it's it's okay and. I also like the Ronda Rousey, you know, still leaves Raw saying, like, you know, come on, we can still be friendly and have friendly competition, whatever, and Sasha, you know, storms off. And then Ronda changed her mind on Twitter after uh, Sasha threw the four up in her face because Ronda responded on – actually, this is on Instagram. Uh, she said, I don't know why you bother throwing up the fours when you guys aren't even friends. Charlotte and Becky wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. You're lucky the tag title only requires two per team because Bailey is the only friend you have. Ouch. <laughs> and about 10 hashtags follow that. <laughs>
1: that that that's a bit harsh. Uh I I wonder what if uh, I don't know, or sorry, uh Sasha's Twitter game isn't to the Becky Lynch level yet, so I don't know if the response would be any good, but
0: No. I don't think it would be, Uh, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I think this sets them up for a a more fiery title match at Rumble. I I think it gets the fire back in uh, Sasha, like I said, and then she and Bailey fire each other up and go after those tag titles, and we get a much better match out of that than we would if it was just Smiley, Banks, and Bailey. Yay, we're happy to be here, so. I think good will come of it. Like I said, there's no way she wins. So yeah,
1: it's this is like there isn't a single match on this card that I think is really up. Like if there weren't for the Rumbles, I'd I wouldn't even want to do a a, a scorecard because kind of feel like I know how things are going to go.
0: I, there's a lot of I feel like this is how this this is how this is going to go. And uh case in point. So, uh, we'd have a match that does not go necessarily where I think it's going to go. And that's Ambrose, Rollins, and Lashley for the Intercontinental Championship. No DQ. And uh, it's a hell of a match. Rollins uh, does his usual MVP thing. But I think Lashley really brought it here. Oh, yeah. And I think this is one of his best matches since he returned. And uh, I think is also deserved that he is now the champ. No, so, yeah. This,
1: this totally works for me. Didn't see it coming, but I like it. It gets... The Belt into into new people, like not just specifically the new person he's fighting, but now Rollins can go stomp other people, Ambrose can go sneer at other people. I don't know what he's going to do anymore. And well, I
0: imagine Rollins and Ambrose are not done, I think they're probably still beefing and uh, with each other. Yeah, that's fine. But, yeah, but the, yeah. The, the, it's not going to be over the belt, the belt can be used in no, other no. feuds that need a belt. Well, and I think that where this belt is going now is, uh, if you remember, the man that uh, was put out by Bobby Lashley by his his heel turn basically uh, was one Kevin Owens, and he is he is posting more wrestling stuff on his Twitter. Uh, people saying he's cleared to wrestle and he'll be coming back anytime, probably the Rumble. Yep. Um, oh, I you, see him. You haven't
1: heard? He's not coming back to WrestleMania.
0: Well, that, that's one rumor, but I've also heard that that's that is my a rumor, rumor that they put out there too. It could be, yeah. I, I I think he shows up at the rumble. He attacks Lashley who is having like an awesome rumble and like defeated a knocked out like five guys or whatever. Uh, Owens comes back defeats him. And so they, de- they decide for whatever reason that means Owens gets Lashley for the title uh, at roadblock or whatever. <laughs> I don't think- uh, elimination chamber. <laughs> I I think there's one in between that and WrestleMania. I think so.
1: Maybe. Uh, I, could, yeah. I could totally see that. I could also see Sami Zayn doing the exact same thing. Uh, and they could come in as a face, either one of them. Uh, I think Sammy Zayn's heel turn was interesting, but it didn't really work out the way we were all hoping. So maybe have him be good old happy, s- skanky Sammy Zayn. Hulu Skanking. Vi- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skanky, skanky. No. Okay. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Um. yeah you lots of things they can do here and
0: those things are better than the things that they could do otherwise so I like it so moving over to Smackdown we have uh, the moment we talked about with heavy machinery and the new day and the man uh, who then storms right to the ring and says you know Asuka you think you're you say nobody's ready for Asuka I'm ready of course, that brings out Oscar and brings out the iconics, and we have a tit for tat. Okay, I can beat up this iconic. Oh, you can beat up this iconic. <laughs> it, was, it was time trials of iconic smashing. It was.
1: Um,
0: I, I I still don't like the way the crowd interacts with the iconics. I feel like they they're having they're too serious. Like when they say it's a. T- uh, they uh, The iconic say something about Becky that's you know you' you're putting down Asuka's achievements and and bullying like that's that's typical behavior from a man, and most of the crowd boos them for that. and they definitely look at the crowd just like, really No well, are so booing we're not <laughs> booing men, we're booing Beck whatever well and then
1: I think they specifically did that to rile them up because they're good heels and that's what they want. and when they look at a booing crowd of like, how dare you boo us? We're hot like that's part of their character and i think it's great I, I i think they're very on top of that
0: also if they're not in the final 4 if it's not them versus becky and or sorry becky uh sasha and bailey for the titles in elimination chamber then there is no justice uh what if it was the riot squad they're an actual tag team uh no there's been too much riot squad lately never t- next never enough riot squad uh, the, uh, not not enough Ruby Riot, too much Riot Squad. I like them all, but, but I we, maybe I'll book that one with my heart, and you can you finally win. Not gonna happen. Heart. Yeah, that has much more chance of my than my heart match, if that's what we're calling it.
1: Yeah, we're gonna call them heart matches when we 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 do
0: something we pick something stupid because we like the wrestlers. All right. Well, my guy's going to a different uh wrestling promotion, so there's no way mine's gonna happen. So. Uh, sad face. Did you really have the Canelis's book to win the women's tag team title? (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: they could win something. Mike Canales could be a 205 live champion. I don't know. Obviously not. Um, okay. So we're, we're, we're at my segment. I have to book, uh, before we get to the best match, uh, of the week in a walk, I have to, okay. Manny, Manny Rose, um, is terrible. Like she's, she's bad at acting. She's hot. That's literally the only thing she has going for her. And Vince McMahon noticed that and said, uh, "Let's get her on TV more." And so, uh, I'm going to go against your booking. I'm not going to make her a face because I don't think I don't think Vince would want her as a face. I think he wants her as sexy, sassy, in between. So it's close enough. You're not you're not going to get a heel. I mean, she's that's just not going to happen. Uh, that people are not go- That's like asking people to cheer for uh, 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 crap. What, what was the all red? Everything. Like ridiculously red hair, that also they couldn't get to cheer because she was actually really bad at wrestling. Still. Oh, uh,
1: Eva Marie. Eva Marie, yeah. Um, yeah. That, uh, that's the, what's the whole point of this, then, though, if you're just going to say, like, I choose no. Well, I choose not to watch Total Bellas. I'm going to invoke the Seamus rule.
0: Okay. So the the Usos, uh, she, she tries this again because she's really desperate to, to get the Naomi's Uso. goat and, uh, She just, the only way she knows to do that is to be sexy because it's all she knows. She's Mandy Rose. So uh, she tries the sexy thing. She's like, she's just turning it up to the nth degree. Jay's just not falling for it, even though he's the wrong Uso (laughs) and everybody in the crowd just starts feeling sorry for her just because it's like, I mean, she is, she is really putting herself out there. This is clearly all she has going and you're not falling for it. Come on, Jay, and they they kind of start to turn on the Usos a little bit, and then uh, Naomi comes running out, and of course, you know your instinct is to cheer her, but we're like, I just feel bad for Mandy Rose. I don't I don't know who to cheer in this situation, and um, Sonya Deville comes out and uh, starts to cover up her friend. Mandy is like, okay, come on, stop, just stop doing this, and of course, the fans are super horny. So <laughs> by this point, so like half the dicks are out in the crowd. So, so that's so- how you're
1: turning. Uh, Sonia Deville Uber Hill is by having her put a shirt on Mandy Rose.
0: Yes, when all these guys are just like clamoring for that. And so uh, they boo, they're booing Sonia Deville. And uh, Naomi comes over and beats up Sonya Deville, and she starts getting cheered. But then she starts beating up Mandy Rose, and that gets gets her booed. And so then Mandy Rose finds the – she decides, my sexiness is my power. And she powers up, and she hulks up, and she starts fighting off both women, and they're cheering like crazy. And her boobs are almost flopping out. And uh, just – This sounds like a face turn, Jason. You just said you weren't going to do this, and you're –
1: the power of sexy you're making it happen
0: it overcame me as a Hulk, uh the man rosamania just <laughs> it overtook me so uh yeah they, they leave the segment and mandy rose is now like the hottest face on the the women's roster on smackdown and naomi is confused and also hurt but uh she and jay walk back to the back and and you know they they bolster their pride by getting another tag shot the next week so they're fine <laughs> The Usos are going to be fine. Don't worry about them. Uh, Yeah, so there's your Mandy Rose segment. Um, I hope they do the exact opposite of that and just shoot this thing into the sun and never remember it because uh, Sonya Deville had it right when she rolled her eyes and said, come on.
1: Yeah, it's it's, just... They've made Sonya Deville the the voice of
0: reason, which is kind of weird. It's also... It's just an awkward segment. Like, there's nothing... There's so many awkward pauses. Yes. And like... what this is where Jimmy's supposed to be saying something and nobody's saying anything. And it's like the lines were missed and then Naomi attacks and she still gets laid out by Mandy. It's like, no, none of this works. Well, and this
1: is not seduction angles. Don't work in WWE because a it's a PG TV show. So you can't be too explicit. B you have like 14 camera dudes and a sound guy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's when the just paparazzi us. shows up it's like gotcha and everybody around Like you wouldn't go and have a midnight tryst with 14 people videotaping it when you know someone's trying to seduce you away from your wife how thirsty are you when you would go into that situation and you're like this is probably okay you have to be Enzo Amore level stupid like even that was a stretch We're like no he's a huge moron no the Usos are of average intelligence which means smart enough not to fall for this
0: and then, how did they get Which, Naomi in the room? She didn't have a key. <laughs> he, he went and let her in. He, he, they did that at least. They, they did. It, it, it was better than these angles usually are because, yeah, it showed that you know Jimmy knew knew what was going down before, and he invited Naomi so she could beat her up. But it's still just stupid. It's a waste of time. This is not how you should be getting the women over that are not involved in the title picture. Just stop it. Yeah, it, it's it's a huge waste. Exact opposite. Moving down the card. Going to the best match of the night, the week, month, possible year was Rey Mysterio versus, don't call him Cien Almas, Andrade.
1: Andrade. Andrade. Andrade.
0: I don't care what they want to call him as long as they keep putting him in matches like this, which apparently he's one of the guys that either wants out of his contract or uh, is warning other people not to sign with WWE because this is what happens to you. You just get forgotten. So um hopefully that is not what's happening and they are realizing what they have in him and and putting him in these hot matches because he and ray just tear it up for the 15 minutes or whatever they have and it's it's amazing if you have not watched this match in its entirety you need to go watch it
1: yeah it was very good and i really hope he doesn't leave because i think he fits very well with in wwe right now he's got selena vega with him i want him to stick around so please book him better
0: yeah, I mean, even if you're going to put him in the match that's, like, in the middle of a Nitro that nobody remembers, and it's like, oh, Chris Jericho had a match with Dean Malenko, and it was one of the best matches of the year, and nobody remembers it because it was just an hour two of Nitro. Uh, if you're going to keep him in that spot, then I'd at least acknowledge, have the announcers or somebody acknowledge that, oh my god, what is Andrade going to do this week? Because that's what we, wait, that's what we watch SmackDown for now. Like... I, it's certainly one of the reasons I watch that show. And, I mean, I would watch it anyways, but... Dirt, Dirty-ass Daniel Bryan also helps, but... Um... <laughs> Don't call him that.
1: Cause that cause, because he's a hippie, that sounds like he just doesn't wipe. Because it, it, toilet paper ruins the environment.
0: I mean, you just made your own argument. That's That that sounds exactly like what Daniel Bryan probably does, so... Would shock me. Uh, what'd you think of the Ms. Shane stuff?
1: I still hate it.
0: And, well, and now still, you're now you're
1: sacrificing Seamus to old man can't jump anymore
0: for cake for cake. I I like it because I I still legitimately do not know if they're gonna have Miz turn on Shane and it's gonna be like the longest con for you took my spot and you took the greatest the the greatest in the world moniker from me. And this is what you deserve, or if he just—it's it, just genuine friendship, and he really—they—I don't know. I—the sweetness of it has has gotten to me, and i, I just—I miss friendship in WWE so much that I just want it to happen, <laughs> but and I want it to be real. Never, it's never real. It's always a work. I know. I hate that. I want somebody to stay friends for real. All right. Well,
1: if if. This is, this is, I'm learning about you. Like, strangely, you're the one who believes in the power of positive emotions here. You want the power of love and the power of friendship to be the ultimate forces in
0: WWE. I get you now. <laughs> it took a dumb wrestling show and however many years of podcasting for you to get it, but yes.
1: But this is, it's so opposite from your webcomics and general life outlook. Like, everything else, you're like, love is stupid and I want to see the world burn. But not in wrestling. Wrestling, you just want a loving couple to to get what's coming to them. This is interesting. Okay.
0: Sure, we'll go with that. Um, That's your takeaway. Uh, Also, next time, Miz, you hold a cake for your buddy to kick in another guy's face, turn the cake around. Mm -hmm. That made no sense. He just jumped into a cake. (laughs) Fee first. Um, Quickly to NXT because we are right on the cusp of TakeOver Phoenix, so they are they are working their way towards, you know, the actual ta- uh, title matches. So we got some interesting stuff here. We have the Street Profits versus the Metros, who apparently are the guys that they took on in their debut as a tag team as well. So it's kind of a nice uh, tying back to that. Again, that's not something I would have noticed. That's uh, that's a Brandon Stroud right there. Um, <laughs> history check. But Watch uh, they win. So we don't have to. Yeah, well, that's Sin Eater. and he calls himself that he started saying i watch the shows so you don't have to because this is my job so he's the sin eater or somebody else gave him that moniker i forget but it fits uh so the street profits fall to the forgotten sons afterwards it seems like they are destined to clash again i think they're maybe fighting next week it's not gonna be a takeover match because there's no title involved uh i i the forgotten sons look like the most creative wrestler team you could possibly have (laughs) coming out of tna (laughs) it's it, it i don't like any of that so it, maybe the street profits will get an awesome match out of them that'd be fine but i yeah when i when they got involved i was not excited i was very <laughs> deflated there's no love here yeah there was no love there no love for me no love between them S- sweet love between street profits they they are <laughs> they are good buddies not like that that's not sweet love is not what i meant to say <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet love is a very different thing. I get that. My bad. Um, Bianca Belair finally gets in Shayna Baszler's face and uh, gives her a nice slap. Right before, or right after uh, Shayna Baszler says, "After Phoenix, you're going to find out undefeated is actually overrated." And that was such a good burn. I was really appreciated the entire crowd noticing that as well. And also turning that into a dueling chant that they'll definitely use at Phoenix. I don't know if it's that great of a, of a burn, but it's it's a very obvious one. But I think it's very good. I think it's it's a good it's a good slam. That's a good that that your crew is around you and they all go oh.
1: <laughs> After you know, have that a one.
0: crew. You don't know how no. crews work. That's that's right. I wish I had a crew. Crews, if you wanna if you wanna need a job during during the furlough during the government shutdown. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a job, I've got a I need a crew. Uh I will pay not much. I'll pay you an Arby's. <laughs> you don't want to know what you did with the Arby's first, though. <laughs> that ain't horse. Oh, damn it. Ah. <laughs> um if you come out here to
1: Washington, I'll be your crew.
0: Okay. I need more, I mean more than one person for a crew or an entourage, but uh, that, that's a good start.
1: Uh, my son will,
0: will help out. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to intimidate the hell out of some people. Um, up and coming Dominic Dijakovic takes on a guy, I can't remember how to pronounce his name, Jode, Jode. Jode? I forget what it is. He's a Brazilian. He loses because they're pushing this other big guy to the moon right now. So, I kind of wonder if they're replacing Lars Sullivan, or they're getting ready to. Because uh, so apparently backstage room, uh, not rumors. It's it's fact now that he has gotten anxiety attacks every time he's been like ready to like get go out and get noticed, and so he has not been on Raw yet. Even though like one week he was like at Raw, they were going to introduce him, and then he had a panic attack or whatever and couldn't do it. And so he's he's going through some real life stuff. Yeah, that's trying sucks. to I guess maybe work himself up to believing in himself the way they have. And I, it's, I don't know. It's really sad. So I'm hoping he overcomes that sooner than later, but it seems like they're pushing this guy now because he's a huge monster. So let's, you know, get him ready just in case Thar Sullivan isn't able to actually happen. So I don't know if you've seen this guy, wrestle. he's, he's big. He, he does big man moves and, I'll have to check it out. I
1: I did not get a chance to watch any NXT this week. so
0: Yeah, so uh, Johnny Gargano has a match with Humber- Humberto Carrillo, who is notable because he shows up on NXT, and then he also shows up on 205 Live and gives Buddy Murphy a hell of a match in an uh, open challenge. Not for the title, but he issues an open challenge, and he comes out and... Uh, it was weird because they put 205 Live back on Tuesdays now. So you watch that, he shows up there, they say, oh, formerly of NXT, and then you watch NXT and they say, oh, <laughs> he's out here fighting Johnny Carcano. And I don't think they edited it to, you know, put a little note in there of, like, he was you know, seen on 205 Live, so we know he's not staying here for long, but uh, it was it was odd, but it was also good, because he's, he's good to watch. He's a nice up-and-comer, and uh, had a hell of a match with Buddy Murphy. And uh, it's flattened by Johnny Gargano. (laughs) There's there's no point to this match other than, hey, Johnny's ready to wrestle Ricochet at Phoenix. And that's all we're doing here. Uh, They also do a weird little Velveteen Dream promo, not live, like a taped thing, and then just kind of say, what does he have in store next week? Meaning, like, what is he going to be doing in Phoenix? And it sounds like they don't know right now. So uh, (laughs) I have heard rumors that he will pop up in the Rumble and they'll kind of gauge, use that to gauge what reaction he gets from the main roster. Ah. But uh, I don't know. I was hoping he would be champion before he left NXT. But Yeah. Uh, uh, he's going to be a tough
1: sell on the main roster.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think it'll be a tough sell. I think he will get over for like a, a hot fire for a while and then probably relegated to mid card. He's going to Dillinger out really bad. Uh, I think Dillinger was more of a one-note. Like, he had the 10 thing, and we liked that. And we liked that he was an underdog, and then you can't really go anywhere else with that. I, Velveteen Dream is more uh, whole package coming in, so I I think, uh, I don't know. I, I am worried about him going to the main roster, uh, so maybe that won't happen just yet. We'll see. Um, and the final match was Cash Sono versus Keith Lee. And Cassius Sono does the dastardly thing, and well, the the main roster thing, the thing that started working for everybody, hits him in the nuts. Nut shot. Mm-hmm. Nut shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hit it works. Everybody so. in the balls. Nut shot. I will say it's great having Mauro Ronaldo on NXT to say lines like, as the late great Mean Gene Okerlund would say, "Holy balls!" <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Okerlund saying that Yeah, I, don't, I, that, that, I, 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 I saw that clip and I'm like wait did he say that I must have missed it so uh whatever Um so we're moving forward with Cassius Ohno being this you know like dastardly heel who will do anything to get a win and fighting against Keith Lee and Matt Riddle who Matt Riddle's not cleared to wrestle right now he got injured not legit I think just storyline and so yeah that's uh that's where NXT is at for right now. Like I said, next week will be the next, last week before uh, Takeover, and the NXT UK had a regular uh, show. They were the it was the one that was taped at Blackpool, so they only had like three matches. And like, uh, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster did fight Fabian Eichner and uh, Marcel Bartel, and it was quite good. So I would go back and watch that match, but I think the other two were kind of. You can definitely take them or leave them okay yeah i probably won't go back there's too much other stuff to watch so right i will say that because I, I think now they are hopefully caught up and they're only gonna have one episode a week so i'm crossing my fingers for that and like i said 205 live is back on tuesdays so we've kind of settled back into our old pattern which i'm perfectly fine with so moving on to the ringside area we have a, a couple items to note uh lots of mid carters that we mentioned uh throughout the show kind of looking for their release aew is looking like a nice alternative it sounds like so uh the revival supposedly tried to quit on the spot on raw backstage and uh were denied luckily but uh i also feel like i'm probably gonna watch aew if they get on tv wherever they go and uh i'm gonna try at least and if the revival ended up there i would still watch them so i, I don't if they leave that sucks and it sucks that they never really got the chance they deserved. But also I think they would do way better somewhere where they're appreciated. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's,
1: uh, and this is, this is the reality of it. It is that there is not enough spots in WWE for all the great people they have. And <clears throat> we keep saying, Oh, they're they're underutilizing this person. i using this person. And they are, but, you know if they were were to utilize it then underutilize somebody else there's just not enough top spots so we need a competitor we need somebody else to give these people who deserve it top spots and you know see how things shake out like let other people fly somewhere else this will be so good for
0: everyone i yeah unfortunately i agree as well and uh the Canalises are also ones that were rumored to have been asked for their release. Uh, Maria has denied that on Twitter since then. Uh, Dolph Ziggler also looking to get sprung, which, haha, lol. That's He'd be fine on AEW as well, but I mean, this rumor pops up every time Dolph Ziggler leaves TV for yeah. a few weeks. They so already have Chris
1: Jericho, and I don't know, Dolph and Chris are very similar. I don't
0: know. Uh, they are. I don't know. I, he'd definitely find a spot there. Oh uh, yeah, I, I mean, would watch him there. I'd, I'd be super stoked for it. But I don't think he's leaving anytime soon. I'm guessing he'll probably be in the Rumble, and we'll we'll just go back to same old, same old with Dolph. Uh, got another realize. wrestler wedding. Do you believe it? Another couple of wrestlers got married. This time too, that I did not know were a couple. It is Nikki Cross and Killian Dane. Yeah. This
1: I didn't. I d- <laughs> I'm a big fan of both these people. I didn't know they were together either. So.
0: Yeah, so uh she Nikki Cross posted a picture of you know two thousand eight, like their first photo together, and the, they are very different looking people, especially him. Yeah, Oh. Uh, <laughs> he has uh, he has gained some weight. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's a he's a big I, beefy boy.
1: I I I know that the uh, the UK diet is not full of quinoa and kale, but come on.
0: <laughs> um but then a sweet picture that it says, you know, 2008 and then 2019 it's the two of the, the two of their hands with the rings on. So, uh, yeah, sweet. Good on them. Congratulations. I will be even more surprised now if, uh, Nikki cross shows up on raw, cause that will be weird oh. to be away from her teammate and also her, her life mate.
1: Yeah. Um, wouldn't surprise me though. They've done that before, but no, that she works very well with sanity. They're, uh, Sanity, I'm hoping she pulls up Sanity and, you know, makes them not be yeah, serious garbage.
0: She it's... pulls up who? What? Where? Oh, yeah, that's right. Sanity. They're a thing. Um, I also love that Wolfgang from NXT UK called it out and was just like, oh, I've never known a better couple. They're so lovely together. Congratulations. It's like <laughs> You're supposed to be a big, strong heel. You can't be saying this stuff on Twitter. You're oh. ruining
1: Jason's immersion
0: yeah well a lot of wrestling does that these days and uh finally i just wanted to note that if you want to hear batista's theme the beginning of it repeatedly while also hearing it three different announcer ring announcers from wwe say and no! then you should watch this compilation on youtube of uh, <laughs> six of his title wins because that's what you get it's super Why weird to watch. I watch that like this is the weirdest thing you have ever put in the notes I found a thing on YouTube. It's a bunch of Batista. It's just so weird. Um, It's also, you know, it was his birthday, apparently. That's why I put it up. But also, the rumor is that he is getting a big match at WrestleMania, and I'm guessing that's going to be him and Triple H. Uh, But Triple H doesn't have a pectoral. I mean, he has one, it's just damaged. (laughs) You need a pectoral. I don't think, you just like we talked about uh, flying somewhere, and the more you fly, the and the closer you are to home, the more power you gain. I think the closer we get to WrestleMania, Triple H just, like, he would just flex the pec, and, like, it would just seal up. And he'd be like, no, nope, I'm good to go. <laughs> What's my match? Uh, Undertaker again? All right, fine. Mike Kanellis? Nah, <laughs> he doesn't get that match.
1: I deserve the Undertaker Mike, match. Mike Kanellis just runs everyone down at WrestleMania. Like, we gotta keep Jason invested. This is
0: the only way. Oh, that, that that would be the truly sad thing to see them go somewhere else is they would not get to keep that theme, I would not imagine. And that is that is the greatest shame of all. That's well, not a shame that we've reached the end of this episode. It's a great thing because we've reached another end of another West- awesome week of wrestling. We're gearing up for another one because we got the Rumble next weekend, so everything's gonna be better this week. Right, everybody? Right.
1: I'm I'm excited. Like I talked about how I'm kind of bummed that we all the title matches feel very rote and predetermined. But I mean, they'll still be fun to watch and I love rumbles and we get two of them again this year and that's fun. So let's let's just go rumble. Let's
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm definitely not down about that. I'm just saying like the the build-up episodes necessarily won't be won't necessarily be, you oh, know, no, but R- Lesnar's going to be there and he's yeah. going to be, you know, I'm talking to Finn Balor because they're actually you know fighting for the title now, so we won't see Braun Strowman in that capacity, and honestly, we may not see Braun Strowman at all. They may say they suspended him after his actions, so uh, since he's not cleared to wrestle yet, let's just keep him out of the picture until we're actually ready to do something with him, so, yeah. I had lots of potential, lots of last-minute build things, maybe last-minute surprises. Uh, it's all very exciting going to the Rumble. It's... it I... Outside of the spectacle of WrestleMania, it is easily my favorite big WWE event that they do. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. We're going to be there next weekend. Until then, it's been an episode of Pro Grapplers. Thank you for listening. If you like the episode, you can subscribe and get all the episodes sent right to you on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Some of those places will let, let you leave reviews. If you find that opportunity, please take it give us five stars. Because what good, as JR says, what good is anything below five stars? He actually says it on his podcast. Leave a review. It's not going to be five stars. Don't bother. <laughs> that, that defeats the whole
1: purpose of the multiple star reviews.
0: It's also, it, literally every review he gets on his show is, I remember you from my childhood. Oh, my God, it's so great to hear him on a podcast. Five stars. Like that you're not going to listen to his show and be like, Oh, actually, the middle part could have done better, and I don't like... The way he talked about this, it's yeah, it's it's JR. We are not JR. We understand that, but we are pro, pro grapplers. And you can find us on Twitter at P grapplers. Individually, I am at the Jason Sigler. Individually, I am at Idaho Hobo. We'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm amazing Jason Sigler. I am Steve the Shin shinny. We are definitely not getting number thirty in the Royal Rumble, but we'll be there here on Pro Grapplers. Pro
1: Grapplers.